Hello guys. Hi. Hello. Good day. Um, I hope you're doing good in your corner of the world. My name is Ozioma and you're welcome to my podcast. Um, this is where I share like stories, <laughs> stories, um, whatever it is that God is teaching me in that phase of my life or whatever it is that he leaves on my heart to share. So you're welcome to my space. Now today is a very beautiful Saturday and it's raining. <laughs> so I was feeling very, very cozy under my blanket and I just told myself, oh, I have a lot of work to do. And then I remember that I said that I was going to feel, record this podcast. Um, So I just jumped up and decided to do it like right away. And um, the idea of this podcast came along when I was um, walking. So I started this habit of like walking. Well, not started, but like I've become like more consistent. So every day and when I was walking, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, like this idea just came to my mind to share like my journey to physical wholeness, like my journey to wholeness. Um, I don't mean to say that I'm there, but I, I really am proud of um, the woman that I'm becoming and how God is helping me on this journey. So I just felt like really... Um, you know, I just felt like, you know, sharing all the things that I've learned. So I would do this in three phases. I would first share about my physical, my journey to like physical wholeness and then emotional wholeness and then spiritual wholeness. I hope that it will be in that order, but it might not be. But so yeah, just, so look out for like my next, um, subsequent, for the subsequent, um, podcasts, episodes that are going to come after this. So today, um, I don't even really know what I'm going to title this yet because I, I want to share a couple of things. First, I want to share my journey into like how I started to love myself. First of all, um, how, you know, I even started to feel like insecure first about myself and then how I started loving myself. And I'm going to share one of the stories of my, one, a story of one of my funny dates experience. Uh, experiences. Um, you guys don't laugh at me and don't judge me, okay? So I'm going to share that as well. And I'm going to share how God's helped me so far into physical wholeness. So um, you might want to like grab tea, coffee, juice, whatever it is. Just relax and have fun. So I think I'm going to begin with the story of the date. Or should I end it with that? No, I think I'm going to begin with that story. Um, So I grew up as a very confident kid. I'm still pretty confident. I never, I felt like I was the best thing after like toast bread. I I, I never suffered um, a, an issue of low self-esteem in terms of like my appearance. I just thought that I was the most beautiful girl in the world. Thanks to my parents, thanks to my family, thanks to the environment I grew up in, thanks to God, you know. I just, it never happened to me where I was like, oh, yeah, I was, I had short legs or whatever. It never happened to me. I think the only thing that I was insecure about was my fingers because I, I, I used to pray that my fingers would go longer. But I mean, it was very trivial. I would remember like once in a year and pray about it and just move on my life. But it wasn't something that I always like camped on. I didn't even like really used to think about it. Um, So I went on through... Um, primary school, secondary school, and then university. And then <laughs> I went to Inilag for context. And, you know, Inilag is a very funny place. I um, met a couple of people. And then I met this friend of mine. Shout out to you if you're listening. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to listen to this. But if he's listening, shout out to you. You know yourself. And I mean, we were friends for like the longest, well, for like my entire stay in school. We met like, you know, when I got into school and all of that. And I now started to like this brother. 
but in because we were like close but not close close because everyone was just moving out we were in like the different department but i started to like like if if the lapper is listening to you you probably know who i'm talking about but um it was at a point like the crush was just too embarrassing but of course not to him but like behind the scenes to the lapper my friends i'll just be rambling just making noise all over the place but not to him so but he he wasn't like interested in me in that way he really loved me as a friend and and appreciated me as a friend and we were like really really good friends but going into the other side wasn't something i was interested in because whatever reason i don't even know but i know why he but <laughs> i'm not going to talk about it here so um so we moved on and you know went on and on and on and on this particular day i was about to go for service like school had finished and he was also going for service he was going to somewhere else in nigeria i was going to somewhere else i'm not going to start calling places for those people who are <laughs> inspector generals <laughs> i'm not going to start calling places so um so we like went our separate ways <sighs> my neighbor is making noise with this car so we went our separate ways and before no before like we went the i think a week or a couple of days before service was supposed to begin we were supposed to go on this date now we don't call it date or we didn't used to call our um dates dates because we were just friends but we used to go to like the cinema see a movie go for like a drive go for all this cute stuff but it wasn't like date date or anything romantic it was just like hangout fun and mostly conversations we used to have like really beautiful conversations so um fast forward to we are going to that um date i made up my mind now i on a normal day, like I'm never trying to like hype myself, but on a normal day, I de sleep. <laughs> I de sleep. I mean, like I sleep well, demons, but I also sleep in the physical. And on a normal day, like even when I'm not even trying, yeah, I think I really sleep. <laughs> so, but that day, I made up my mind to sleep even further. So I went to Yaba. <laughs> embarrassing lord may this not be used against me in the court of law but i went to yaba to buy like a new pair of like skinny jeans high waist like skinny jeans and i'm I'm very i don't like like normally i don't wear dresses where i don't like get to cover my waist area very well maybe like with a long tee or whatever well then i i was very like conscious of my body so but eventually i went there i bought like this high-waisted jeans i had this off-shoulder top and my hair my hair self like then it was natural it was this twa what they call it teeny weeny afro but it wasn't really teeny weeny it was kind of long so i already did like bantu knots for like two days <laughs> i did like bantu knots for like two days and when it was um that day I, you know, combed my hair into like an afro with the twists in the middle. I did makeup. I don't even, I was working then. I had never, I can count how many times I would do makeup to work. Well, I used to kind of do makeup a lot then. I mean, compared to now. But even then, it wasn't like makeup. It was probably like, what they call that thing? Kaleo or something? Kajal, yeah. And lip gloss. But this one, I drew eyebrow. I arranged myself. Foundation, everything. I wore this my off-shoulder blouse and these high-waisted jeans. Even me, I knew that I was sizzling hot. Even me, <laughs> I knew that smoke was coming from my body. So we were going out and then he came to um, pick me from my uncle's house where I used to stay in Unilag. And, and you know, we like he was on his phone. I had, I've told the story many times. Well, not many times, but like... I said it's in my school postmaster's um, event. Sorry about that. That's my alarm. I said it there. So this, this is just probably like something people know. But 
I, I was going that day and I sat, like, I, I got him. Normally, he doesn't because we're just friends, you know. He's not, like, he was physically attracted to me or anything like that. Well, at that time, <laughs> the story later evolved. But he was, like, on his phone. He didn't even see me. And then he's like, hey, what's up? And he raises his head and he's like, what? And he's looking at me for, like, almost one minute. He's like, what? I mean, like, that memory is never going to leave my head. And I'm like, what, what? I, I acted like, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, this is who I am every day. I was like, nah, Uzuma, you went extra for this and blah, blah, blah. So eventually, 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 we were going. Like, even on the way, I had to beg him a couple of times. Bro, don't kill me. Don't crash this car and kill me. I'm not, face your front. Like, it was actually like, he opened the door for me. Like, he waited for me to get into the lift. Everything, I felt like he queen. He had never ever happened before like he had he had never treated me like that so i really felt like really good about myself and blah 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 and when the movie was over we were so we we were having like but because we're talking and then but we didn't want to like go home already so we were having like we're just driving around unilag and, and just existing and all and then something happened um i don't know how the conversation i know but i'm not going to talk about it <laughs> how the conversation shifted to like something else and then he was like whoa so you might just notice you have stomach i'm like eh i do <laughs> you don't see <laughs> you don't see i do and i was like yeah but i mean it's cool i'm like yeah okay and since that event like since that day i became conscious of my stomach like it's weird because i mean this is the stomach that i've always had now if you know me I'm not a pot-bellied human. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a flat-bellied human as well, but I'm not pot-bellied, you know? And for the first time, I actually felt insecure about my stomach. And so I remember the day that I had my graduation. I had given this my dress material to, like, a tailor um, to dress so for me. And as you would expect, she helped me. It was, it was, it was like a garment. <laughs> it was like a garment, like a robe. I could not even wear it, like... I couldn't wear it so i went again to yaba to buy like a actual normal black dress and all but it was kind of like a body con so my stomach and it wasn't even protruding but i just became so conscious because of what he had said you know and that was how i became like extremely body conscious especially about my stomach and just feeling like oh my god if only if only i can have flat stomach and so that went through on and on and on and um eventually during service i felt ill it wasn't like a long illness but it was brief and it was intense and because of that I, in fact that period i wasn't eating and then even when i got back now be on a normal day self like where i served wasn't egypt but i was staying in the family house nccf family house nccf is nigerian christian corporate fellowship so i was staying in the family house and on a normal day not today fast 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 now our family house we used to just fast and wait on lord on the lord and i know that i i'm not even trying to like yeah boss but it was partially because we were coppers we didn't have a lot of money so it's to just convert everything to fast 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 so that the money will pay for food will be little but then we're also building ourselves spiritually so yeah that aspect was good um so because of that i wasn't eating a lot obviously and there was no like cars in the community but there were cars were like you can't like take you can take a bike home but it's not something you probably want to do as a copper because <laughs> we're not earning a lot it was literally just money from the government my school wasn't paying me because it was public school and all of that so I used to walk like everywhere in the village, everywhere, just walk back to school, to my madam's shop where I was learning. So in everywhere, I was just walking, 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 walking. And, you know, 
when I fell ill, I had to stop eating certain food, which foods which were like fifty percent of what we used to eat or maybe forty percent of what we used to eat in family house. So I wasn't eating well for a long time. Now I got back from service and you know I had lost so much weight and I remember that one time after I got back from service, I was working in this place when I was working in this place where I had to go to um, work. I, I could work in like my casual dresses. And one particular day, I wore a particular jeans. And I looked at myself in the mirror from my waist down. It was, I was like, this is not who I am, you know? But I, I felt happy because at least my stomach was kind of flat. So I felt happy that I was now, you know, society's definition of chic, you know, chic. And I remember coming back that day and my dad's like, Ozuma, Jesus Christ, you look sick. I'm like, ah, daddy, I've lost weight. It's cool. I just, I like myself like this. My dad's like, no, look at your neck. If I pour water there, it will stay. What is happening? Or you're beginning to eat, um, I'm going to buy a crate of eggs, ready to start eating, building up on your protein, blah, 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 and all. And... You know, so that happened, but I expected, you know, that I would get, you know, validation from people in the society. But instead, everywhere that I turned to, people kept saying, are you sick? Even the people that didn't know me, like, then, people who I just met recently, when they see that picture, they're like, ah, ah, I don't even like this you. I prefer this you. And then I realized that, what am I doing? <laughs> Beauty in the eyes of man is, is as fickle as anything. Like, so why would I... um? hinge my happiness on people's acceptance of me or lack or the lack of it i don't know if you understand i i that, like when that happened and i was just like i can first of all i started eating my normal food back i was like i can't even do this anymore or try to keep up with an appearance or a standard because who defines beauty it's so funny because like even that my friend later on kept commenting that uh, Uzuma, you've lost weight so in my mind i'm like oh, yeah what do you want <laughs> Bia, what do you even want from me? What exactly do you want from me? Like when I'm thin, you say I'm thin. When I'm fat, you say I'm fat. And guys, I was not even fat when I was in school. I am not even fat now. And I've added weight as compared to like five years ago when I graduated. So, you know, it was just, I was just really upset because I was like, I can't win with humans. And then I turned my attention to God. I remember that day praying and just crying and saying, God, help me to accept myself for who you've made me to be. Because you see what happens is that there is a way that society has defined for beauty. There's a way society has designed for beauty to be, you know, in, in, in the eyes of men. And I, it was interesting when I came across this article that said how that in the olden days, like beauty used to be like, it is the thicker the better. The fatter, the better. <laughs> like, that's how we used to be. And I think that's where the whole idea of this fattening room came about. Like, when you're about to get married, they put you in a fattening room for you to, like, fatten up for that, so that your husband would, you know, whatever. <laughs> and that was then. And then, all of a sudden, it became, you know, thick. And thin is the new cool. And everybody going to the um, surgeons to cut themselves in half and all of that and all of that. And, you know, I realized how now it is what, what they call it, they say it's slim tick, you know, now it's a slim tick. And I just realized that we can never win with the people of the world. And that's why it's very important that we gain our validation from the thing or the one source that would never change, which is God, our eternal father. He's never going to change. Bible says that when he created all things, he looked at it and said it was good. So the way God has created me, the way God has created you is good, is not something that you need to now be, um, 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 
going about looking for how to change it so i mean like i'm not trying to judge like people who go for surgeries and all but i'm just saying that we ought to be securing ourselves bible says that they who compare themselves with others are unwise now that's one level of folly to compare yourself with others the second level of folly is to compare yourself with photoshop version of others and that's one thing that people don't know i came across a thread on twitter i think this past week of this guy who was exposing like a lot of like um celebrities or and how this is the actual picture and this is the photoshop picture my mouth was open for a couple of seconds i'm like what how does this even happen now there are young girls women men seated in their rooms trying to compete not with not just with another human being of which both of you have different journeys different paths but trying to compete with the photoshopped edition of someone else and for me that is like that is like the bible says fully but like raised power too so I realized that I was being foolish trying to like meet up to a certain standard which does not um, glorify God or which which is not based on God. And anything that is not based on God will fade. It will, it's fickle. It can change. So I cannot allow my happiness to be based on whether someone else is delighted in my flat stomach or not. And you know, I came across again another thread on Twitter. I think it must have been about a month ago. Like I said, this is going to be quite long. So please stay with me. <laughs> um about a month ago someone was at, wow about a month ago <laughs> i'm sorry guys so about a month ago i came across this thread on twitter of someone saying um something around um if you could change something about your body what would you change and about like 90 percent of people on that thread first of all were women and they were most of them were going to change their stomach 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 and now the thing is there's like lots of men in our society that go about with like pot bellies just because some of them is alcohol, some of them is just food, some of them is their natural physique, you know. And I did not see a one single man who wanted to change something about himself. And it was interesting for me. So I sat back and I'm like, wow, why do we? And the thing is, if there's anyone who needs to even have a big stomach, who is qualified to have a big stomach? It's probably women because... um of ovulation every month and all the activities that happen in their stomach and you know childbirth and everything i'm not trying to like bring about a gender war but like there's reasons why your stomach is probably as big as it is and it's more like it's big in an unhealthy way so there's no my my point is there's no point trying to meet meet up with the standard of like having like flat stomach or having like extremely thin legs or whatever because the way god has made you is okay now my older sister when she had her first baby she came to visit us for a bit and after my my her first baby her stomach was flatter than my own who had not even had any child at that time well i still don't have a child yet but then you know and i was like ah, god decree to knowing my sister she did not jog for one second she did not limit her food she, she didn't do it for one second and she was like that. It just made me appreciate the diversity of, you know, God's creation and how God has created us. Now, having said this, having said this, the second bit of all this, second um, side or aspect to this is how that I learned how to, you know, um, how to aspire to be healthy, but from a different perspective, from a different motivation. Let me read a certain scripture. Um, well, I'll read a couple. Um, first of all, from First Corinthians six nineteen to twenty, it says, "Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body." And for me, this scripture came alive one December. I think it was December twenty eighteen. Yeah, the last Christmas. 
yeah that's that one i was you know I, again i had fallen sick and i was i was i called my dad it was i think it was christmas eve or 23rd or something like that and i said ah, daddy i'm going to the hospital my dad's like ah, wait for me to come back and i'm like no i just want to go let them give me the injection or whatever i was like are you sure it's malaria i said i know that it's malaria i'm already having headache fever if i stay again until evening it's going to get worse and blah 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 so i went and as i was going on the road i was grumbling holy spirit i just need to understand something first all those people that used to give testimony in church that they've not taken paracetamol for 25 days they are, do they have two heads jesus jesus do they have two heads so i was upset in my spirit i was angry because now apart from you know the, the stress that comes with sickness nigerian hospitals were stressful even the one i was attending with like my hmo which was supposed to be like a high grade or hmo getting there is it was it was you you first waste your time the nurses always frowning just the bad energy the waste of time on the queue going to the doctor who doesn't really know what he's saying you know all that you know stress the thing the constant fear that is people don't know what they're doing because I, I lost like a, a very dear uncle of mine so recklessness of doctors who didn't know what they were diagnosing so all that is just really stressful for me so i was like god seriously the fact that i have to come to this hospital every two months or every three months i'm tired i'm tired so i was complaining in my spirit and and god was like um okay Uzuma, no problem when last did you have fruits i'm like <laughs> what is fruits is it the one that they used to be this concentrate they put inside biggie because again i was working in lagos at that time and i was living in kodo i was working on the island so pure bliss mentors those things god i binged on sugar like someone that they were pursuing for my village i binged on those things i couldn't even remember when last i i, I ate like proper food okay so maybe weekends but even weekends i was almost always out do you understand so i really was not even i was not being nice to myself at all i was wasting my money buying expensive food on the island and most of those food like only god knows what happens what where they bring you from because i was always having typhoid you know so uh, typhoid malaria this and then holy spirit is like no problem after you finish this your treatment i'm going to give you some instructions about some food you're going to be eating some fruits and go on that diet and see if this is going to you know persist and that was how i started to like take fruit and this was one of the scriptures that came to my mind because your body is in the temple of the holy spirit and the bible also says i think in second corinthians 14 verse 2 it is required in stewardship that a man be found faithful so your body like any other thing that you own on this earth is a resource that god is loaning to you for a certain time so that you can fulfill your life assignment on this earth so now if your body is a resource that god is loaning you you ought to be a faithful steward in the way you treat it you can't just be dumping junks in your body guys i'm also talking to myself forgive my tone i'm also talking to myself this is not a personal attack but you can't just be dumping junks in your body and expect, you know, something the Holy Spirit told me again. He said to me that the work that I have for you on this earth, you have to take your health seriously. If not, you'll not be able to do it. And it, it really shook me to my core because the truth is like, no human being is strong enough to stand in the way of the plan of, of, of the plan of God. And you see that in the, in the way salvation story, you know, unfolded. If you are not, God is going to raise someone else. And that's just the truth. So God was telling me that you need to take your health seriously because the assignment I have for you on this earth, you cannot afford to. Now, for me, that was another level. That was another level of taking my health seriously. And that was when I started like taking my food seriously, fruits, whatever, and started working out. Of course, like that took a while. 
even like up until now where i feel like i've attained some balance of consistency literally because i'm in control of my schedule i don't have to like go for physical classes i have like classes and i work like from my room so i don't have to so i'm pretty much in control of my time in that regard so because of that like i've been so consistent the last couple of months and it's actually so beautiful to see um but all of these things is not so that i will lose weight to fit into a certain standard sincerely i don't even have a scale in my house i don't care i really do not care <laughs> i really don't care well i have a tip that i measure you know to check my waist inches but i'm not obsessed about it to be honest with you guys because if it happens fine if it doesn't happen fine i even i like i don't even want to lose weight in certain areas permit my unseriousness seriously i i just and, and the problem with losing weight is that when you're losing weight is hard because you just lose weight back if not you have to come doing squats and all those stressful things so what am i trying to say um my journey to physical wholeness started from a place where I, I didn't really used to like um care about what people were saying. Uh and then it got to a point where someone really close to me or someone that I really loved. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's okay for me to use past tense, you know, um commented on how I looked and it really affected like how I saw myself. And then, you know, it came to a point where I just started growing out of that and building my identity in Christ and just being secure in myself and in Christ and understanding that Christ is enough for me. And that whoever it is that will marry me certainly will be attracted to me. Hallelujah. And it's not going to be just because of how I look in my body. That would be a very good a key part of it. But it's not going to be about that. So, um, and that's, you know, metaphor first into me. Now, beyond just even caring about my looks, it went to a point of devotion, treating my body like the altar. I, I was sharing with a friend of mine, um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, and I said to him, if... Jesus Christ was coming to your house in the 21st century. How would you treat it? Wouldn't you like sweep everywhere, arrange everywhere? But now the Bible says that the, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And let me read another scripture. It says in 1 Corinthians, well, I think this is another context, to be honest. Mm. Well, let me read from like Romans 6 verse 13. I'm rounding up. It says, do not present your members to sin or your body to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but preserve, present yourself to God as those who have been brought back from death to life and your members or your body to God as instruments of righteousness. So my body is an instrument of righteousness. I do not engage in things like gluttony or drunkenness because it is a temple and I treat it as such. So for me, like my journey to physical wholeness, like my, my housemates, I'm really excited because I feel like I'm inspiring some of them. They will not want to agree, but it's the truth. Um, my housemate the other day, he's like East African and he was able to like make Correct rice and stew, Niger style. Correct jollof the other day as well. And the other day was asking me to teach him like how to make like smoothies, fruit smoothies. And I was really excited because that's that's how that I've become right now. And I take like I take my health like super seriously, working out every day, um, eating. You need to see when I'm eating my fruit. Sometimes it'll be like it's rabbit eyes eating it because veggies and veggies and veggies. And I'm gonna wrap up with the testimony. Ever since I had that conversation with God, December 2018. The only times that I've had to go to the hospital was when I had my accident, when I had the surgery, which I probably spoke about on my blog. You can check it out, my testimony over there. And recently when I, you know, changed my diet a few, I took it up a little higher because I didn't used to eat beans before and I needed to like start eating beans because, you know, protein and all, looking for alternatives, healthy alternatives to um, some of the food I was eating a lot. So 
I started to like react in terms of like having like serious heartburns and chest issues and I, I, that took me to the hospital. Apart from that, ladies and gentlemen, I've not even had to go for like flu. Okay, and when I came to Rwanda, I also like was reacting to, I don't know, whatever. So it was hard for me to breathe. But doctor didn't even give me drugs. He just told me that you'll be fine. It's just because like you're reacting to like um, the change in the, what they call it, altitude or whatever. And that's really interesting because now I would have been accusing God and be saying that he was partial to some people who had not taken paracetamol for 25 years without knowing that even myself and everything about myself has really just changed in terms of how much I'm in control of my mood in terms of how I'm even in control of my emotions, in terms of my energy, everything has changed just because I'm, I decided to like take that extra um, effort to present my body as an as, as an altar before God. Is that a good um, way of explaining? Yeah. So um, in summary, this has been my journey and I just want to encourage you guys, do not let anyone make you feel anyhow because of how your body is. If you want to like work out or do anything, let it be because you have a good motivation. Let it not be because you're trying to fit into a mode that society has created. Why? Because it changes every other decade or even shorter than that. And because you are comparing yourself with like Photoshop version of people, not even just their real selves, Photoshop version. And it's just, it's kind of like unwise. So I just want to encourage you out there. If you're feeling funny about your body, Bible says that everything that is made, said that you are wonderfully and fearfully made. I'll rather believe God and his word than whatever Vogue is saying, whatever the internet is saying, whatever they say my recommended um, height or whatever is, is that their personal business. As long as I'm, you know, healthy, I'm devoted to God, and I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the Holy Spirit as he's leading me on how to take care of my body. That's it for me. And yeah, that's, that's it from my end. I mean, I hope this has inspired you, edified you, made you happy, whatever. Please feel free to reach out to me if you want to like take your health seriously and you need to like know processes. So because like on my journey, I started with like different timetable. So I have like food timetable. I even have like a recipe book. Yeah, I just don't share these things in public, but I do. So if you'd like to have all these resources, please send me a message. I'll be more than excited to like share with you. And if you also want me to like share like scriptures, um, yeah, I'll leave some in the description of this thing and of this podcast when I finish. But yeah, that's it from my head. So the next time we'll be speaking, I'll be talking to you guys about emotional wholeness. Then there will be even more stories and I hope you'll be around to listen to it. Have an amazing day. God bless you and love you. Bye.